Welcome to PVE. I'm Andrew, a.k.a. Forkly Man. I'm Benjamin, a.k.a. Hexno. And I'm Tyler, a.k.a. Derminator. And uh, we are in the month of June. Welcome again to PVE. We're going to talk about some games we've been playing. And Andrew, I'm very interested in what you've been playing this month. Tell us about it. Uh, so I've actually been going going kind of back in time a few years to... You figured earlier... it out. You figured out time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been playing... Um... Is DeLorean involved? <clears throat> Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. I figured it out without the DeLorean. That's um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I just have to run really fast. More interesting. <laughs> 88, 88 <laughs> miles an hour. Uh, so yeah, anyways. Uh, I've actually been going back and replaying the uh, the mobile games, like early Square Enix mobile games, the Go series. So, like, Hitman Go, and Lara Croft Go, and Deus Ex Go, hmm. um, which started off with the Hitman Go game. Uh, I don't know if you ever played those ones, Tyler. Um, I know, Ben, you played at least Hitman Go, right? Uh, mostly I played Lara Croft Go. I played a little bit of Hitman Go. I didn't even know there was a Deus Ex Go, though. Yeah. Not sure I, how yeah. I missed that. I haven't played any of those. Yeah, so it's it's been interesting going back to them. Um, so yeah, uh, their Hitman Go was the first one they made, which really like it just. I mean, it was kind of one of the first big mobile games that wasn't just like Angry Birds kind of thing. Um, that was actually made by someone like Square. As opposed to, you know, some tiny little indie shop. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was made back before Pokemon Go and before Nintendo started actually making games for hardware that isn't their own hardware. Um, yeah. But it's, they kind of took Hitman and turned it into a little, basically a puzzle game, but kind of a, like, turn-based tabletop game on your phone. Um and yeah, that so far really going back through and playing them, I I still think that one was probably the best of the three, personally. Um, I feel like it just did a lot of interesting things with the puzzle mechanics. Um, but it it has been cool. Uh, just playing through all three of them because they did change things kind of in each one um like the the first the hitman one is very much like it looks like the design of it it's made to look like you're playing on like a board or something um <clears throat> whereas then when they did the Lara croft one they actually put in like full character animation where you're actually moving Lara around and she's actually you know walking as opposed to just a little little figurine of her moving from space to space um <clears throat> but they're they're kind of just simple like puzzles of just moving your character pretty much just from one end from the starting position in the map 
through to the end position of the map. Um, hmm. And you have to get past, with the Hitman one, you have to get past the guards and stuff um, as you're going through the different levels. Some of them will end where you have to actually specifically kill your target. Um, and I think the thing, the thing that really, to me, makes the Hitman one a lot of fun, especially for like replay value, is the fact that it it's the one it does kind of the Hitman thing of giving you like multiple different options of how to. Um, kind of multiple different goals of things you can try to do to complete the level aside from just getting to the end there's also trying to get to the end in a certain number of moves or less there's trying to get to the end without killing any enemies or with killing all of the other enemies um <clears throat> whereas they kind of didn't do that in either of the other two in the Lara Croft or the Deus Ex one um that I think just makes it a lot of fun to be able to, uh, just as far as the puzzle solving, because you'll kind of figure out how to solve it and get to the end, and then realize that you need to try and figure out how to solve it without killing anyone. Um, and it just adds another layer of complexity to the puzzle. That sounds really interesting, because... Out of the three games you mentioned, Hitman, Lara Croft, and uh, Deus Ex, Hitman actually aligns most with that kind of game style, where it is very strategic and kind of calculating, versus the others that's not the core of the game that they are initially. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have been, because uh, I've now replayed through all of them, um, but I've been I've been messing around. One of the cool things they did in the Deus Ex one is they actually, aside from just introducing some different mechanics and stuff that more fit into the uh, you know the Deus Ex world, um, they also created they added in a level creator that you can use. So That's you can cool. basically Ooh. build your own little maps and puzzles and stuff. So I've been playing around with that a bit. Um, and yeah, it's it's cool to mess with that and see like how how the different mechanics work and try and like come up with ways to like build puzzles and make them require you to do things in certain orders, but also trying to like figure out ways to create a puzzle that's complicated but that is still open ended a bit. Um, because that's one of the things there's, you know, because they added the level creator, you can play other people's levels and stuff. And in doing that, I've just noticed that a lot of the, uh, like, community-created levels feel very, like, linear. There's not a lot of, like, actual mm -hmm. experimentation you can do with them and, like, trying different paths and stuff. Hmm. Whereas... The, the actual levels in their games feel more like that. Like You can figure out different ways of solving a lot of the puzzles. Um, so then having that level creator where you can kind of play with that and try and 
figure out how to build your own puzzles that actually do have that more open-ended quality to them is interesting and it's really kind of kind of kind of cool to see like that to just realize how difficult that is to do really um because you can kind of try on your own and just you know see for yourself that it's it's a hard thing to do and it kind of gives you a bit more appreciation for the the puzzles that they made hmm So I have to ask, have you tried making any levels? Yeah. Yeah, I've made a few. Uh, I think I think last last I looked it none of them had actually been played by anyone. So I don't I don't know how many people are still playing the game at all at this point. Yeah, I can't imagine so too many. Not too surprising. But I'm probably one of the very few people that are still playing it, so. And... You know, uh, I'm also curious why. Why did you decide to pick those back up after so much time? That's that's one of the. That's not one of the ones that I would have said. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go play Hitman Go again. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't remember why it was that I. I decided to download them again. Um, I think I saw something kind of talking about them and was just thinking it'd be interesting to go play those again. So I just decided to go and download all three onto my phone. And then uh, it's just one of those things that are there on my phone. I just kept going back and playing them and everything because it's just, you know, the convenience of having them there. There we go. Yeah, that does make a difference. I won't lie, I just bought Deus Ex Go because I didn't even know it existed before. <laughs> I'm still not sure how I didn't, how I missed that, but hmm. I might actually grab the other two because I don't have them on Android. I had them for iPhone, but oh yeah since because they're all they're all only 99 cents right now they're all on sale oh nice didn't know that yeah so actually it's not not a bad time if if the sale's still on by the time this goes up yeah uh not a bad not a bad timing on that one since they're all on sale and hopefully you won't have a bad time playing them (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed Lara Croft Go. Um, I think for me personally, the the Hitman one. I don't know if it was just still that I just didn't get Hitman at that point, <laughs> back when that came out. <laughs> so I might have to give that one another try too. Yeah, yeah, because they do like all the, all the different mechanics of the Hitman games. They kind of build in there in different little kind of puzzly ways. Like the, you can 
there's like the different types of enemies you encounter that all have a different color suit on Mm -hmm. and in the at a certain point they introduce uh basically disguises you can find that are a color of suit that basically any enemy of that wearing that same color won't attack you i love that logic yeah (laughs) it's like oh you're wearing a blue suit you must be a good person yeah it doesn't one really make us, sense one in, us, one in the logical us. sense because it's like, shouldn't the people <laughs> in that same like, you know, unit or department or whatever recognize the people in their own within within those <laughs> like twenty tiles? It seems like you should know who's who's nearby. Well, especially just the like different colors and stuff. It's like. in the the games you're usually like stealing a guard's uniform or something wouldn't all the guys that are guards know the other guards and all the guys that are yeah Yeah. I mean that that's the kind of stuff like in the actual Hitman game that you get is the stuff where like there's you know like if you get too close to any of the guys who are wearing the same you know who who actually are guards and you're wearing a guard uniform right they'll be like do i know you and you know come after you but something like that kind of wouldn't really work in a square enix go style game yeah 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 i definitely understand like it's it's a lot easier from like easily like being able to just look at and follow what's happening when you're looking at this kind of simple puzzle game it, it's yeah 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 definitely makes a bit more sense there they also uh there's a there's as opposed to like you don't have a weapon on you or anything at any point but you can get these like uh, on certain tiles there's like items that you can pick up like a can that you can throw that will just attract guards to the point that you throw it Um, Hmm. or you can find a sniper rifle which you can then use to shoot all of the units on a single point. Um, there will be like certain points on the on the map that are target points that you can shoot, and if there are any units on it, you can shoot that one. Um, hmm. But you also get to a point where you they have uh, dual silence pistols that you go to, and basically when you go onto that the tile that those are on you will automatically go into like shooting every adjacent tile basically <laughs> nice <laughs> just kill everything yeah yeah that probably kind of runs your ruins your silent assassin run silent and deadly 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just fun that the little mechanics and stuff and the way they tie it into Yeah, I I into all three I really don't think I spent enough time with that one. Yeah. I feel like the the maybe I don't know. Either I was just not really patient enough at all or maybe it's a slow build because I don't remember getting to any mechanics like that so I, I really don't think I you know put enough time into actually playing it yeah yeah I definitely recommend going back and playing that one for sure cool all right anyway uh what have you been playing this month ben oh i have been playing pixark which is um well it's scratching my minecraft itch uh because it's basically a um, what would you call it? Like a voxel-based sort of game. So, um, where you can dig blocks out of the ground and all of that. Um, but it's essentially the game Ark, which is, um, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, sort of a survival game where you basically wake up on a beach uh, with some weird stone in your arm and there's dinosaurs around so I feel like the most enticing thing I can say for Pixar is it's kind of like Minecraft but with dinosaurs okay <laughs> so <laughs> cool. cool that's a sales pitch yeah, um, and like pretty much any dinosaur you see uh, can be tamed, and the, the majority of them can be used as mounts to like ride around. Um, in fact, like awesome. once you once you like level up far enough, some of them actually have like some of the bigger ones actually have like special platform saddles where you can then literally build things on their backs and like use them as like a mobile base wow how big are those so, things like I, uh, I'm, they're I'm, big i'm hoping for massive dinosaurs if you can actually build a house on it oh yeah i mean because like one of the one of the big ones is a uh, um what do you call it the long necks, you know, the big, the, the big brachio, ones, whatever. Brachio sources, is that it? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember what they're called in the game. Brachiosaurus or um, Yeah, we're getting getting to the end of my Jurassic Park knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Velociraptor. Well, uh, I would say be careful with, with Brachiosaurus because that was at least at some point cl claimed to be a dinosaur and then at another point said to be just a brachiosaurus i believe and yeah so that, anyway but uh <laughs> so yeah so there's there's all the dinosaurs um yeah there's there's, there's raptors it. do what i was literally just looking at a 
dinosaur skeleton the other day, and I can't remember what the name of it was now. <laughs> one, of, one of those ones, the big ones with the long neck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of one of those is, a brachiosaur is one of those types. Yeah. Um, I want to say there's also, I think the allosaur is also one of those the big long necks i don't know i don't i don't remember that well i'm i'm not uh not good with names let's just call it that um all right (laughs) but um yeah so it's i don't know it's fun i i like it because the i played arc a bit back when it first came out and at that point it was kind of early enough in the it was early enough in the survival games rush that um that i still i don't know i guess that's a silly thing to say because i still today just wish minecraft was better than it is because it's terrible um and the only way to play it is with mods because that's yeah. the only way you can actually get enough stuff to do to keep it interesting for more than, you know, for more than however long it takes you to find a village so you can just murder all the villagers for fun, right? Um Oh yeah. But uh <laughs> But the 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 I guess basically the thing that that I wanted when I played Ark originally is to actually like be able to, you know, dig around and build things easily and all that, which you kind of can't do. It's it's the closest comparison I have for its sort of building and crafting uh stuff would be um at least like Conan Exiles. Right. you know we we've played a bit of that um and like it's decent it's got you know so it's got some some structure building kind of stuff in it but there's not really i don't know i i always like having the option to just start digging a hole into the ground (laughs) it's just fun somehow there's something about it that's just fun and i i don't know why i don't know why that made me think of something like i swear i've heard my dad say well it's better than digging ditches and now there's a video game (laughs) version of it right (laughs) yeah it's kind of kind of weird um fun for every member of your family i i i will i do feel like there's there's one tale of gameplay i feel like i want to share uh from this game which is uh i i i i literally just like this morning yeah that was technically this morning right i think so time gets confusing when you're on an upside down schedule um but i i actually just restarted my world because in in the one that i had been playing um you know, I was going around doing my stuff, picking berry bushes, chopping down trees. I'd like pretty much finished my first little 
basic house with a few things in it to, you know, for some protection. I was working on figuring out where, well, I had found a copper, a good copper deposit, and I was trying to figure out how to actually survive in the area where it was so that I could get some of it. And somehow, at some point, all of a sudden, uh, I'm in just like, you know, back by my base in the low level area, because the different areas of the map have basically different difficulty enemies in them. And um, all of a sudden, and I have no idea why, like I, I land my, because I, I had a pterodon that I had tamed and I was using that to fly around and explore and stuff. So I land awesome. and all the triceratops in the starter area charge me. All of them. There's like six of them. Like usually <laughs> I only see maybe like two of them. They all charge me. They're usually just chill, don't do anything. They just charge me and murder me instantly. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, I was, I, I had no idea what was going on. So I respawn, I go back, I pick up my stuff. As soon as I pick up my stuff, they all come rushing at me and kill me again. <laughs> it turns out, at some point in my travels, I managed to pick up a Triceratops egg. Having that in your inventory causes all creatures of that type to come at you and like just attack you viciously. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, and I had a bunch of other stuff in my inventory, too. Yeah. So I had to get my inventory back. But every time I went to pick it up, they would swarm me and kill me. <laughs> so what I eventually ended up doing was kind of standing next to it, watching them all kind of wander away. And once it seemed like they were a little ways away, I picked it up and then just dug myself straight down into a little hole in the ground <laughs> <laughs> built myself some storage crates put everything into those storage crates climbed back up out of the hole let them kill me <laughs> and then went back and slowly sorted through everything <laughs> but it was yeah it was that was that was ridiculous and then after that i was just like okay i need to basically I, after that i decided i needed to start over because i needed to find a a better map spawn because this is the one of my biggest biggest beefs aside from some of the weird um some of the weird bugs and just things that don't work at all like if you have metal equipment the only way to repair it is with uh you have to have pliers um but the pliers are bugged and do not actually work on anything they won't repair anything so <laughs> if you make yourself decent gear in the game when it wears down you actually have to make new gear you can't just repair it so it's kind of there's there's quite a few things like that that are just completely broken. Um, and then probably one of the most annoying things that happens that's not as important, but 
is if you're in your menu and you use because on the switch which is what i'm playing this on the touch screen actually will work the ui elements which is awesome because the ui is horrible with the controller controls mm. um so being able to touch them works great however if you happen to touch part of the ui that's not actually a button or something that is meant to be clicked on your character will start punching the air behind the ui so if you happen to be you know at your workbench and try to click one of the buttons but you miss it and you hit the you know you just hit the blue background instead your character will then start punching your workbench and then your workbench <laughs> is damaged which there's then a timer on because this game is made to be played multiplayer obviously right. i don't because i'm lame like that but a time there's a timer on it because once it's been attacked they're like they don't want people to be able to start repairing things immediately because if you know if there's actually player versus player conflict going on somebody starts attacking it they should be able to have a chance to actually destroy it right so once it's been attacked you then have to wait however many i think it's like three minutes or something before you can just repair it wow or say for example you're you've got something you know a table or something and you're like you know i don't want this here i'm just gonna break it and make a new one over here well you better hope you haven't hit it recently like punched it recently because <laughs> you can't you can't just demolish it and and yeah you have to wait for the timer for that too it's weird stuff like that's just like kind of weird details yeah. in in the game um yeah but that just seems like the, it should not have like the items you build should be marked as yours so you shouldn't be able to so attack you, them right because... yeah well i mean it also <laughs> i don't understand why well no that's not true i do understand why the but it's it's annoying the fact that basically left clicking on the inside of your menu because that's essentially what you're doing when you tap on the inside of your menu has an effect on your character when it shouldn't like that sh that that action yeah. should be should be stopped you shouldn't punch from that yeah so it's kind of weird that that's in there it's a, it's a strange bug to have, but anyway. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's a pretty fun game. I I've been enjoying it. It's you know I haven't really spent a lot of time gaming this month, but what I have been doing is just playing this on my on my breaks at work and sometimes a little bit when I get home if I can't sleep, which is normal. So. You know, um, it's one of those, you know, like I said, it's kind of like Minecraft. So it's one of those games where there's pretty much no point to it. You just waste time mining things and crafting and building. But it so is, wait, uh, you're telling me you mine and craft things in Minecraft like games? Yeah, yeah. 
That's that's that what coming. I said. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like there was something else I wanted to say about it, but I don't remember what it was. So I'm sorry. That was very important. I hope you understand. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I know. I'm, I'm I'm sure it was. So, with important things to say, what have you been playing lately, Tyler? Well, not just important things to say, but important things to do, like play Gears of War Ultimate Edition. And so, uh, Ben and I, you you've, uh, you and I have actually talked about this a little bit when I was playing this earlier. Uh, mm. I told you this story, Andrew. I'm not sure that I told you. Yeah, maybe I did a little bit. But uh, on a flight a couple couple weeks ago, I was reading uh, Gears of War Asphow Fields. I happened to see it in my iPad under my Kindle library. I was like, well, I don't remember having this, and I'm just going to read it and see what it is because, you know, I have it. Might as well read it. Uh, and it actually is a super interesting book and got me kind of back into the whole Gears lore. And it adds a lot of context and uh, stuff that gives a lot of weight and backstory to the main characters like Marcus and Dom and all that. So reading through the book, it got me really excited about the Gears series again. And so I wanted to play through all the rest of them and kind of catch myself up and uh, re-experience the story. And also with you guys talking to me in the Xbox Game Pass, I realized I didn't have to like throw a disc in to fire that up anymore. So I did. I just turned it back on and uh, it actually I never had actually played through uh, the rest of the newer content that they put in there after the original version, because I know we've talked about it a little bit, but the original gear ships like with some content cut out of it that really adds to kind of the gameplay experience like i think you in the new new one you fight like a corpser and one of the big spidery looking guys versus the older game i don't remember that happening or maybe do you guys remember that at all i don't remember that yeah i know you fight one at one point i can't remember if it's which game it's in though yeah Yeah, i remember the problem it's hard to remember which game is which from those because it's been so long for sure. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure we did in the second one. But there there are definitely whole sections added to the Ultimate Edition that I had zero recollection of when I actually made it through them. And so anyway, I think the the fun thing about it is not only is it upgraded graphics, everything looks way cooler and up to date and HD, but it's interesting to kind of see the way that game works and how they more or less optimize the controls and the way the game worked, but didn't really change any of the rules or the way the mechanics worked. So, you know, you can only dive and jump in uh, the four up, down, left, right directions. You can't do an omnidirectional roll. Uh, and one thing I completely forgot that rocked my world when I first started playing through it was if you get knocked down, you don't. Uh, wait around and get picked back up by an npc you just die and so uh, every every other every other gears game from two onward lets you kind of hang around bleed out a little bit and then somebody will come up and get say get on your get up soldier or whatever whatever they like to say and you're you're fine you're back in (laughs) usually usually an expletive 
Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not sure where we are in the in the swear count yet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to maintain. But <laughs> but anyway, so that was one thing that like threw me off a lot because you guys know how I play gears. I just kind of go nuts and just run at things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first I realized in the first like thirty minutes of the game, oh, I really can't do that. <laughs> because yeah. literally anything can kill you. It's way harder than I remember it. Anything from a, a angry wretch can kill you, or just being stupid and running out and getting flanked by three people. Anyway, so I yeah. know you guys are you guys are Gears fans, and I think at some point we should try to go through a co op campaign of it. Because it's fun to kind of relive it with the updated graphics and the the new content's really worthwhile. Uh, I actually did even try the multiplayer, and it more or less holds up to Gears Four level, just a little bit different. And even some of those maps are are from that era that were ported into Gears Four. That I think they were literally just copied mm. and pasted, but still cool and fun to play. And then that's also a good kind of thing to take on as gears five is starting to get some attention and all the stuff that they're doing with the, uh, the new weapons, the new, uh, horde style hive buster escape mode. That looks really cool. So that's, that's what I've been doing. I've been playing mm-hmm. gear stuff and, uh, it's made me excited to kind of dig in more to the, into the lore and those games are just fun. Yeah. That the, the thing that's, most interesting to me there is that like I feel like in general games like that especially I mean like that one for sure people kind of like I mean it's it's got a sort of you look at it and you expect a certain thing out of it you expect it to just be you know basically mindless thugs chainsawing each other to death Mm -hmm. for no reason but it is one of those games that actually has a really interesting world and a lot of really great characters too Mm -hmm. like you know they're they're A big part of what I think made us all really like that game so much was, you know, these four crazy steroid guys, yeah, yeah, pumped full of steroids, <laughs> running around, screaming at each other, acting like a bunch of buffoons, all had like actual character to them and actual like feeling and emotion behind behind their their roid ragey attitudes great way to put um (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know just kind of kind of like just the 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 way that um yeah, well, it's like we we all played that first game together, and even now, 
you still always play as Baird when we're playing multiplayer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. It doesn't matter, like because Baird, you love that. Baird may be an I asshole, still but always... he's my asshole. <laughs> right, I uh, still wow. always play as Cole. Can we can we get a repeat of that? <laughs> no, he no, is my ass one. <laughs> but yeah that's 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 just kind of the thing like you you get like, like and the, they're just like they're there's something the special about the way that other those characters are that, yeah like they're just the side character soldiers that are kind of running along with the main character but there's yeah. so much more than that in this game and that's mm-hmm. that was kind of not the case in any other like just a linear story shooter game at the time like yeah yeah i like, think about halo the halo series like mm-hmm. there was nothing like that there well you and know? you don't even really care that much about master chief because he's the silent protagonist you barely hear anything out of him and if you do he just sounds yeah. like a robot anyway yeah hell you care more about cortana than him <laughs> Yeah, it's whereas the those four in that they're all there through all four of the games, like yeah, Marcus, Dom, Cole, and Baird. Like they're all characters. They're all different, distinct, their own people, and you love them all for completely different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's not the sort of thing. It's definitely not the sort of thing you expect out of a game like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's a game where if if you shoot your enemy in the head with a sniper rifle, their head explodes and it's just a bloody stump left it's a game where you have a machine gun with a chainsaw on the end of it and you can literally chop your enemies in half but then it actually has characters you care about it's just yeah doesn't does not seem like those two things should go together but yeah yeah they they somehow pulled it off it really yeah it really is something that it's just it's I don't know it's it's really a it's funny thinking about it and talking about it right now just to like actually like realize how much like how important it is to all of us you know like, yeah, yeah it's like that that's like the game that I mean essentially cemented our friendship with you tyler (laughs) i guess that's true i forgot about that in a way yeah like (laughs) and i'm pretty sure my play style hasn't changed much since then (laughs) i'm pretty sure none of ours have (laughs) yeah really i'm I'm still in any any game I play. I always start off trying to use a sniper rifle, and then I just give up and run him with a shotgun anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And that pretty much all started with gears. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and well, my goal guess... is always to run up and stab people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is way more satisfying in gears when it's not stabbing, it's chainsawing them in half. <laughs> dig it you know going back to one of the things you said earlier uh Mm -hmm. the story really i mean all of us play through the campaigns all of us liked it and i would really encourage both of you to read that book asfo fields because you get one dimension of the characters from the games and the book actually takes what you've learned about them and what you know about them from the games and like adds like three layers of depth to everybody that is in that book Hmm. Um, it really explains a lot about why they are the way they are. Kind of like, why exactly is Baird an asshole? Or why is Marcus kind of a robot? And why are him and Dom best friends? Like, mm-hmm. stuff that goes back to very formative experiences for them. Because it actually literally goes back to both their childhoods. And explains, like, how they became friends, how they have grown to relate to each other and how they both matter to each other. And what are those experience that experiences that forge their bond that you see playing out in the games and, and know and resonate with. And so that it was really cool to see all these elements come together when you actually do read the book and then play the games again. And then you get a lot more of the history and the context of how it all works and really what mm-hmm. the, the how serious the situation is too because they you get the sense that the world's basically coming to an end because you're uh all the all the horde is sprouting up from the ground but you don't get a real sense of like the the political situation or the fact that you know they even address like why the gears are huge it's like they they literally get like three times the amount of food that other people do just because they're fighting other kind of weird mm. story lore bits like that that are a lot of like oh i get it now that's kind why of they're so big yeah well and probably <laughs> i would i would bet they probably don't tell them this but i bet all the food has steroids in it oh yeah i'm <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah the chewable tablet versions <clears throat> right <laughs> but yeah it's awesome and I'm, crunchy I'm... candy coating. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad to see it kind of take on a new life with Gears 4. And uh, I'm very interested to see where Gears 5 goes. And no matter what, I'm going to have fun playing it when it comes out. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. we all will. Yeah. I'm sure we all will. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does that about do it? I think so. All right. Seems like. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what we've been playing. Uh, yeah. When <laughs> when does uh when does Gears Five actually come out? They've got a release mm, date now, right? I think so. I thought it was the end of the year, like October or something. No, no. Something. That's I'm I'm thinking of a uh, breakpoint. Yeah. Uh, oh. And it, it is supposed to be this year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. It comes out sometime soon, so you know we'll be playing it around it's then. On the way, yeah. Oh, and 
if you guys caught the, the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate announcement, if you have that, you'll get it on launch day. Oh, oh really? Yeah, so nice. and what that is, is, I think I'm pretty sure the way I understood it is it's Xbox Live, it's Game Pass that not only works for the Xbox, but also for Windows. And so that's that's right. what you get for 10 bucks, And then access to their uh, Microsoft-based developer games on day one. Nice, okay. That's cool. Yeah, if I remember that correctly, I'm not sure, but... They made a they made a huge deal about it at E three like get this on day one with the game pass give us a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, give us likes and subscribes and stuff if if you like what we're doing with this this podcast and stuff and. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe one day we'll uh, actually post some gameplay videos again, and <laughs> maybe we'll see. <laughs> Could be in the future. So yeah. yeah, until next month. Keep playing. I don't know. I just want <laughs> need to say something. <laughs> <laughs>